I get so many questions from people about how I got started creating this podcast, how I do it technically, how I do it confidence-wise. So if you're someone who has been feeling this pull on your heart to create a podcast, if you're someone who has something to share with the world, don't let not knowing how to record and distribute one hold you back. I let that hold me back for a long time, and if I didn't step out of the way and start doing my research on finding people that I could partner with to help me get there, so much of my story would still just be trapped in the pages of my journal. So when I came across this app, Anchor, I was so excited because living with chronic illness means that I have a limited amount of energy to expend on various things. And Anchor is 100% free, so easy to use, and they take care of distributing your podcast to all of the podcast platforms. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, do what I did and go to anchor.fm backslash start, hit record, and listen to the magic that unfolds. Soul Moments with Ariel Corey. This podcast has been such a beautiful journey so far, and we're only just getting started. My name is Ariel Corey. I am an intuitive mentor, energy worker, and light worker living here in Denver, Colorado. I am all about all things authentic, raw, honest, and female empowerment. I am so, so grateful to have you listening here today and hope that you enjoy all of these beautiful unscripted soul moments as you listen to them one at a time. Welcome to episode three of Soul Moments with Ariel Corey. Before we dig into today's episode, I just wanted to take a couple of moments and acknowledge my deep sense of gratitude for each and every one of you listening all around the world. For every listen, every subscriber, every download, every message I receive notification of in relation to this podcast, my heart just swells. I am completely consumed by just such a deep sense of gratitude that there are those of you out there not only tuning in but resonating with the words that I am sharing with you here on this podcast. So I just wanted to say thank you. Without you, this podcast would still only be a dream, only a seed of a dream. And here we are on episode three. So as I have mentioned previously, I am an intuitive mentor living here in Denver, Colorado, and something that a lot of clients have come to me about over the past couple of years has been them needing assistance with really identifying 
the moments that they are in alignment with them deciphering what intuition feels like. So I felt that it was important to speak to this today, not only because I have helped many, many clients with this exact situation, this exact um, task that we have here in the physical world of deciphering true intuition versus the energetic nudges or bias of other individuals in society, complete strangers, or those who maybe are closer to us, friends, mentors, loved ones, significant others, etc. That is something that has been at the core of the majority of my online courses that I offer over on www.arielcoreco.com. But when I shared the launch of this podcast and when I share the wins in my Lyme journey, I notice in those moments when I am celebrating a success or taking a leap towards a dream that I have, it stirs, it triggers within a lot of people this sense of doubt, this sense of insecurity, but also this sense of, I want that too. And that trigger causes them to reach out to me and say, hey, I have always wanted to do X, Y, and Z. How do you have the energy to do this when you have a chronic illness and a full-time job? Or how did you know how to create a website and start an online course? How did you find the courage to pick up and move your life along with your boyfriends and your two cats from Connecticut where you had lived for almost 10 years, move all the way across the country with little to no sense of security that things would work out. How do you do that? And essentially what they're asking, regardless of the question, regardless of what may have triggered them, essentially at the core of all of those variations of questioning lies one thing. How do we chase after something and manifest something while experiencing a deep sense of fear and doubt. Because those two things, those two aspects of human nature, fear, doubt, anxiety, those can feel not only unavoidable at times, but definitely crippling at times. I know I have had my fair share of moments where I have felt totally and completely crippled by those organic emotions that are stirred within our human souls. So the question then becomes, how do you push through that? How do you continue down a path despite the fear? And truthfully, there is no one-size-fits-all answer. But please don't hit the stop or pause button because I do have something that I feel may encourage the discovery of an answer that feels right to you.
You see, I think that that is where we run into a lot of issues in this lifetime, is we are so quick to run to find the one answer, right? The one religion, the one book, the one coach, the one medium, the one mentor. If X, Y, and Z worked for person A, then, well, it should work for me as well. But you see, what we are disregarding in that scenario is our own unique energetic makeup and also our own unique life and soul journeys. You see, as we go through life and as we in turn experience hardships and breakups and struggles and failures, there are life lessons wrapped up in this little gift box left for us to find. So whether or not you picked up the box, noticed it to begin with, then picked it up, unwrapped it, sat with it, digested it, and then applied it to your life, is something only you can truly know. So with that being said, if our life experiences vary, then how could there be a one-size-fits-all answer to pursuing and manifesting dreams in the presence of fear? So while what I'm about to share with you is not necessarily a one-size-fits-all, it is a tool, it is a perspective that I encourage you to try applying to your life, to try applying to your unique soul journey and see what comes of that. So if you haven't looked into the concept of human design, I encourage you to start there because that will be a key component in your unique story that you may have never uncovered quite yet. You see, my human design is I am a projector. I am naturally, from birth, a projector. And projectors tend to not take very long to go from concept or idea to manifestation. That is not to say it is successful every time. I have definitely had my fair share of failures. But there is not that same sense of waiting for an invitation that others may have within the human design concept and makeup. So I would start there and really spend some time reflecting on what it is that makes you, you. Just in general, regardless of the dreams you're hoping to manifest, regardless of the fear or anxiety that may be bubbling to the surface as you begin starting something new. Taking all of that aside, stripping all of that away, standing before a mirror, and really taking the time to look yourself not just on the surface of your eyes, but look yourself deep in the eyes. And continue journeying further and further and further in until you either hit a door or the center of your life force. For those clients who hit a door, 
I ask you to knock upon the door and the door can be hard to visualize. You may be listening to this thinking, Ariel, I'm looking in my eyes and I do not see a door. What I mean by that is when you look into your eyes, are you able to tap all the way into your energy or is there something that's keeping you from getting to the very core, the very raw, authentic, truest center of your being? If you're having difficulties getting there, then you most times than not have an energetic block or a door. So by knocking on that door, by spending time reflecting on, okay, what may be blocking this? Is it my sense of worth? Is it my sense of identity? Is it my sense of confidence? Is it too much ego? Have I been trapped in a relationship that is emotionally and mentally abusive to the point that I don't know who I am anymore? Have I been told the same lie over and over again for the entirety of my life? The lie being, you are not enough, you are not worthy. Have you heard that so frequently that you, in this moment, discover you have mistaken that voice, that voice of the ego, that voice of the manipulator, that voice of the toxic individual in your life as your own. Fear and anxiety are a part of our shadow selves and they are there for a good reason. They are there to warn us on a natural level. But when you begin to flip your perspective, when you begin to call out that voice and say, no, I am worthy, no, I am capable. No, I am so much more than enough. The perspective of fear and anxiety can shift if you allow it. So for me, I am now in a place after doing some major inner soul work and energetic healing because I have had my fair share of manipulative relationships and um, emotionally and abusive situations, a history of an eating disorder. Those things all, over time, chip away at your true essence. So I have done a, a great deal of work. It's definitely not a race. It's, in my opinion, a lifelong journey. There is always room for additional healing and growth and realization. But I am now at a point in my life where when I feel that sense of anxiety, when I feel that sense of fear, somewhere deep in my mind, I sense that those aspects are not a part of my energy's true origin. Because in my truest state, when I feel the most confident, the most aligned, the most in love with life and full of that magical essence that makes me, me, it is when I am doing things that light my soul on fire. It is when I am pursuing dreams. 
even the big scary ones. It is when I am hearing the ego say, what if you fail? What if this is not an, what if you are not enough? What if this doesn't work? What if no one resonates with this message? I acknowledge ego saying that. I acknowledge the old thought patterns that have built the bridges for those words to move from my subconscious to the very far front of my mind and center of my heart. Those same words that have crossed the bridge from subconscious to the gut and tighten my chest and tempt me with the choice of just running to hide, dimming my light, quieting my voice, dreaming a little bit smaller. So I acknowledge that those are there. I acknowledge where they come from and I call them out. This is a very powerful technique that my clients at first resent a bit. (laughs) It's a little uncomfortable to call out the shadow, to call out the ego, to stare fear right in the face. But it is very needed, and here is why. Those emotions, that fear, that hesitation, that doubt, the ego, is only fueled by your soul's silence. So by calling them out into the light, by staring them in the face, you are saying, anxiety, I recognize you. I can feel my fingertips going numb, my head starting to spin, my breath starting to shorten, my heart starting to race. I can feel that desire of quitting starting to boil within my being. And doing as I just did, calling out all of the emotions, calling out all of the physical sensations that the physical body is feeling. And as you're doing that, the ego, the fear, the depression, the hesitation, the doubt gets slower one second at a time, gets further into the background, but still out in the light. So once you are done acknowledging it, once you are done calling it to the center of the room, you then say, I recognize your presence here. I see you. I feel you. I hear you. But... This is my time, but my purpose, my passion, my dreams, they're worth so much more, not only to me, but to the collective whole of this world than you will ever be. So while I will not suppress or ignore you, I will not allow you to control the situation. Because this is my life journey. This is my story to write and I hold the pen. You just observe and try to keep me small. But you see, I was not born to be small. I am am capable of living the life I have always dreamt of. I am the soul that this world is needing in order to arrive at a place of change, of of enlightenment, of healing. 
So you can come along for the ride, but you're going to have to take a back seat. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Because I am in control. And this is my time. Right, so some of you may be sitting there listening, thinking, I just don't resonate with the fact that I can say a few words now and then and suddenly have the strength to move past fear. But all I'm asking is that you try it. Because for every client who has tried it, every client has not just chased a dream, they have manifested it and continue to just manifest and manifest and manifest. You know, in those moments when you're thinking, how is this going to make a difference? How am I going to make a difference? Think about all the incredible human beings that have lived on this planet thus far. Think about those who inspire you most. Maybe they're athletes, maybe they're war veterans, maybe they're politicians, maybe they're human activists, maybe they're civil rights activists, musicians, artists, authors, gurus, doctors. Think about what the world would be like if they listened and bowed to the ego and the shadow. The world would be pretty different, wouldn't it? And no, before you are quick to jump to, yeah, but I am not as intelligent or gifted or talented or motivated or wealthy as them. I don't come from the same racial or religious or cultural background as them. I don't have the same level of education. I don't have as much money in the bank. I don't have as much fill in the blank. I'm going to stop you there. Because there is nothing that another person can do that you can't. Yes, it may be harder for some than others. And for some reasons that are out of our control, gender, sexual orientation, race, that too is something that I wish and hope and dream of us all working towards changing. So do not tell yourself that there are people that are better than you out there, that are more capable Second, how do you know when the fear you're sensing, the anxiety you're sensing is warning of danger ahead or is a sign that you're on the right path and you're getting ready for this major up-leveling in your energetic, spiritual, and physical world? This all comes down to the feeling. So over the next couple of weeks or months, Every time you sense this stir of anxiety, of fear, of depression, of worry, of doubt, I ask you to really take some inventory there. Notice how it feels. Because if we tune into the feeling behind those emotions and not just the analytical 
categorizing that we go through in life where we feel a certain way we're like oh yeah I think this is anxiety so I'm gonna put this in the anxiety bucket and what tools do I have for this life isn't always so black and white right and the feeling of anxiety and fear and doubt is the perfect example of how not black and white life is so start taking that inventory start scanning your physical body Scanning your thoughts, listening to your thoughts when you're feeling those emotions triggered. And make note, in this situation, I felt fear and it felt like this. But in this situation, it felt like this. And here is a perfect example from my personal life. Anxiety is something that can keep me up at night. Last night in particular... I did not sleep even five minutes. And it is because I had anxiety flooding every ounce of my being. So in that moment, I was sleepless, restless. I was drenched in sweat. My chest was tight. I felt nauseous. And I doubted every single aspect of my life. My identity, my career, my past my past decisions, things that have not even happened yet in my future. Where I am, who I surround myself with, what I'm doing, all of it. So in in those instances of anxiety, the, the physical symptoms are very clear. I scan my body and, okay, my chest is tight. I'm very sweaty and I'm nauseous. Usually there's a headache coincides then you take starting this podcast or auditioning for the voice which I did a couple of weeks ago and there too was anxiety in those moments preparing for a live event being an introvert that I am that anxiety when I scan my body looks and feels a little bit different There's not a tightness in my chest, but a a dry scratchiness in my throat. And there's no sweating. Perhaps some blotches on my chest. My skin gets blotchy. My hands shake a little. No nausea. No headache. Mainly just all heart stuff. And then on the heels of that anxiety, on the heels of those symptoms, the doubt kicks in and it kicks in hard. But it's not doubting decisions I've made or the people I surround myself with. It's just doubting me. It's just doubting my ability, my credential, my energy, my truth. And that voice even sounds a little bit different. It doesn't sound like it's coming from a place of desperation like it did last night when I couldn't sleep. The voice sounds more like a nagging, haunting entity who's trying to throw me off the path. It sounds more like, Ariel, no one will listen to that podcast. Ariel, do you have the energy for this? You have a chronic illness and a full-time job. 
Ariel, is this a good use of your energy or could you be doing something different? Are podcasts really meaningful? Look at how many there are out there in the world. Do we need one additional podcast? Right, so in those two examples, it's pretty clear that one is a warning sign. One is I need to calm down and if I don't reroute myself in the present moment, I'm going to spin out of control and have a panic attack. But the second example is the ego trying to stand in my way and keep me living small. And it's pretty clear with just the slight variation in symptoms and feelings with the presence of that fear. So while I breathe through one to calm down and regain a sense of familiarity with the present moment and gratitude, the other one I push forward and I say, I hear you, ego. I know there's a lot of podcasts out there. I know there are people that may be more credentialed than I to speak about these topics, but I have a story to tell and a voice to share. So I'm just going to hit record now and see what comes out. So that is a real life example of how you can call out the ego, call out the fear, call out the depression, the anxiety, and say, I see you, I hear you, I acknowledge your presence here, but you're going to have to take a back seat because this is my time now. I'm done waiting for that perfect moment because that will never come. Life is not perfect. Even those who seem like they have everything together, it is still not perfect. It is not possible for it to be. So by hesitating, by pausing, all you're doing is giving the ego more fuel. You're silencing your soul. You're keeping your world small. You are ripping the dream seeds that have been planted right out of the ground. You're denying, denying them the, the nourishment, the sun, the water, the soul, the love. And handing them over to the ego and saying, I'll do what you want. So that's what the ego voice sounds like. So what does the intuition sound like? The intuition is that butterfly sensation in your stomach. The intuition is that heart whisper where you're driving along or you're talking to a friend or you're sitting in class and all of a sudden this idea seemingly out of nowhere pops into your mind. And it stirs up your heart and you think, wow, yeah, what if I did that? What if I moved? What if I wrote that book? What if I made that career change? What if I told that person I love them? What if I started that podcast? What if I ran in my local government? What if I auditioned for that show? What if I fill in the blank? And then the vision comes and you think about how good it would feel and you think about the people that would enter your world and you are so in that vision and so in power and so high vibe in that moment. Those moments are when you need to lean in, when you need to silence the rest of the world and listen to 
your own inner magic, your own inner guidance system, your own intuition. Because while it may seem that those ideas and dreams and passions seemingly come out of nowhere, they're coming directly from the universe to the very person that they were meant for. Because we don't dream things unless we are worthy of manifesting them. And you may not agree with me, and that's okay. But I do hope that over time, you come to that realization as well. Those dreams were destined to sit right there and stir in your heart. And they're just waiting to be nurtured and believed in and acted upon and manifested. The universe has your back. But only if you have the ego take the back seat. And getting used to how your intuition, your inner guidance system, how it sounds will take time. Because so many of us are programmed through society and other outside energies to crank up the volume of the ego and mute the intuition. We are told to approach things from a very analytical black and white place. And oftentimes in a black and white world, where everything needs to be explained and justified and categorized, doesn't leave a lot of space for the intuition to grow and strengthen and flourish. So over the next couple of weeks, in addition to scanning, when you feel those sensations of fear and anxiety, I also encourage you to turn down the volume of the outside world and crank up your internal dialogue. Pay attention to the words that you're speaking to yourself and the power that that self-talk holds. Because you have the power to talk yourself in and out of anything. And again, sometimes that is a form of survival. Sometimes that is a form of warning you of potential danger. But sometimes it's also the one thing that's keeping you from the life that you long for. There's so many people in this world seeking happiness in how-to books and blog posts and drugs and alcohol and relationships that may not be the best serving. That's because happiness is an emotion. It's fleeting. It's changing. It's unrealistic for one to feel truly happy 100% of the time. But fulfillment, alignment, those are two things that you can build a life upon the foundation of. But only if you are honoring and listening to that intuition. And then also taking the step of action, which we will talk more about in our next episode. So until that episode, I encourage you to really start reflecting. I encourage you to keep a journal of the different variations of anxiety and fear that you encounter. I encourage you to get used to the sound of 
your voice when it's rooted from a love-based reality and is fueled by the power, the unbreakable, unshakable, unapologetic power of your authentic nature, your inner guidance system, your intuition. So when people say, Ariel, how did you do X, Y, and Z? This is why there's no black and white answer. It depends on the situation. It depends on the season of life I am in. But as far as this podcast goes, which is what a lot of you have reached out to me inquiring about, there was the presence of doubt on my drive home on that windy mountain road just last week. There was insane amounts of doubt and anxiety. But I called it out. I told it to take a back seat. And here we are. The rest is history. Until next time.